0: Hello, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Long Game Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Scaiano, and today we're having a pep talk. We are just about to enter into the fourth quarter of the year. Where are you at? Are there things that you wanted to accomplish that you haven't done yet? Are you on track with your goals for the year? No is an okay answer. It happens to the best of us, including me. So today's episode is a pep talk to get you back on track with your planning and goals and the resources you need to end the year strong. You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business, the actual day-in-a-day-out philosophy that you have to show up, You have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily, who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long-game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. podcast, there are times I cover topics that I need to hear myself and totally the case again today. You know, I give myself these little pep talks when they're needed and I thought I'd bring you all along for the ride. Okay, real talk. It's mid-September and there's a little more than three months left to 2020. Where are you in your biz? Have you looked at your overall numbers? Do you even track those? You know, getting real about your numbers is you getting real about your business. And seeing how and where you can grow. So it's very easy to think that you're at one level when you're really not. You know, it feels like we're working six figures when in reality, we may be missing the mark. Before I started tracking my numbers, one year I was convinced that I was at $100,000. And when I finally ran the numbers in February when I was doing my taxes, I was only in the high 80s, like so much work and not hitting my goal. So knowing your numbers is good intel for your pricing, for your planning, and for what you should be thinking about going forward. And there is no shame in numbers. Do not bury your head in the sand. Do not toss the envelope into the pile, never to open it. This is the long game. Look at where you are at now and be thoughtful about how to move in a direction of where you want to be. And how you feel about what you see is something that you can completely control. Let the numbers just be what they are. Let them guide you to where you wanna go. Do not apply emotion to the numbers. The size of the number does not equate your worth. All right, I've got two ways that I track my numbers. Number one is in Dubsado. And Dubsado manages all my projects. It's a CRM, which is a customer relationship management software. And in Dubsado, there's a dashboard where you can put your year's projection or goal. And then Dubsado tracks the paid invoices to show you your total. It also tracks the unpaid invoices. So you can get a better picture of where you're at in your earnings by seeing what you've got scheduled to come in as well. You know, this is a cool reminder that I look at almost every day because I'm in Dubsado all the time. So number two, Is Bench. I use Bench, which is an online accounting software, to track my numbers. And this is a game changer in business. And I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but that's how much of an impact this made on me. Before I worked with Bench for my accounting, I kept track of my expenses and spreadsheets. You know, I pulled all my invoices in and I hobbled together my expenses for tax time. You know, it took like a week out of my life because I was never really good at keeping up with it monthly. So when I started with Bench, I actually had them go backwards and do the books for the previous year as well. And my taxes were never so easy. You know, with Bench, you get your business finances in their customized software so that at a glance, you can see all of your accounts and see where you're at. You know, you can also pull reports, which at first I thought like, I'm small time, when will I ever use this? But as I grew and bought business in- insurance, they requested a P&L report. So I had a PDF downloaded in minutes to submit with my insurance application because I had those reports at my fingertips. So you see what I mean about the stepping up to growth. You know, and to, to note, the link in the show notes to Bench is my affiliate link. So they'll give you two free months of doing your books if you use it. So the end of the year is a good time to really start thinking about finance and your books. Like it takes a little bit to set things up. And so if you do it now, you can track for the current year, And be set up for years to come. So, number one in our pep talk is get your financial tracking set up. And if you have your tracking set up, look at where you're at. Are you near your goal? Have you reached your goal already? All right. What else is on your plate? Content? Content's on my plate. Have you been creating some type of consistent content for your brand? I mean, although I create weekly content, I still have room to improve with planning. So that's my personal focus. You know, and the first thing I want to drill home for you is consistency. Creating consistent content is gonna help you and your brand in so many ways. You know, it gives you a platform, whether it be a newsletter or social media, it allows you to consistently show up and talk about the themes of your business. And I know what you're thinking. How am I getting too consistent? I've got so much stuff on my plate that there doesn't seem to be a space where I can fit it in. Like, I get you totally. Well, priorities. You know, how are you going to draw in an audience? Think about it it's through content. Content can look so many ways. You know, it can be a monthly webinar, a weekly Facebook Live, daily social posts, like whatever it is, there has to be a message of your work that you're sharing so that you can draw people in. It isn't just running Facebook ads all the time. There has to be something more with content. And this goes whether you're an e-commerce shop owner or a health coach, it's your message, your brand voice. That's what pulls people in. So putting yourself out there through consistent content allows you to build that audience. All right, here's the quick and dirty on how to get your content act together for the end of the year. First step, pull out a piece of paper, And write out the main themes that pertain to your business. You know, you should have a few main themes that you talk about for your business. So, for example, as a health coach, you might talk about nutrition and eating. You might talk about exercise. And you might talk about overall mindset. Okay, there's three. As a realtor, you may talk about home listings. You may talk about your local community. You may talk about information that Educate the buyer or seller. These are your content pillars. You know, keep these ideas very focused. The more you stay within your pillars, the more your audience will know what you do through content reinforcement. If you only talk about these three things, people will know what you do. Next step: take a half hour of time and jot down 20 or so ideas that you can talk, write, news about that fall under the content pillars of your business. I mean, this is a total stream of consciousness brainstorm. You know, just write what comes to you. Think about what your audience needs to know. Think about the time of the year now. You know, do you have a promotion coming up that you want to lead them into through content? Write out ideas then that support the topic of your promotion. Keeping it to those pillars though. Next, there are 14 weeks left of the year. Create a new list with one idea for each week. All right, that was pep talk number two. Now you've got a mini content plan. Hold yourself accountable and create. Oh, and if you want this to be the smoothest experience, batch, create your content. Sit down and execute five, eight, 10 ideas at a time. You know, this is a valuable approach because number one, it's gonna save you time. You are going to get things done and do it all in a chunk of time rather than letting it sneak up on you each week. It also allows for ideas to spin off each other. You know, you're going to be able to think about where to stop with one and where to start with another piece of content because there's really no need to clobber your audience with all kinds of thoughts. Be very concise. And batching allows you to get in your groove of writing and you will start to flow. So pep talk number two, mini content plan. All right, pep talk number three. This one's a doozy, but you need this and you can do this. With the fall, the holidays, and year's end, there are so many opportunities for promotion. What do you have planned? Are you doing a Black Friday sale? Do you have your holiday promotion idea? This is your kick in the pants to start now. Get the ideas laid out. Build your funnel. You know, how are people finding you? Where are you leading them to? What is the call to action? This is the most simple of fun out build outs. If you answer these questions, those three questions, how are people finding you? Where are you leading them to? And what is the call to action? You know, you can fill in the other spaces based off of how much time there is in your promotion timeline. So for instance, you may want to start something now to get people signed up to your list. You know, then you can build out a series of emails that give them value and really lead them to your best content, let them get to know you, etc. and you're building up a relationship. So that by the time you're sending your Black Friday promotion emails or your Facebook ads, they know who you are a bit. You've done some of the work rather than just going out to cold audience automatically. So you can build those in into the funnel if you sell a digital product, it's time to give some thought about how you're going to promote your offer for the holidays. Now, I am predicting digital will continue to be big. I mean, just how the world is right now, we're still in a state of where the industries, their supply chains have not fully recovered. And with social distancing still in full effect, Larger shopping uh, venues like malls, they're gonna need to limit people. So more and more people are gonna be holiday shopping for physical products online. You know, delivery systems like UPS and FedEx, they're gonna be jammed up. UPS is bringing on 100,000 seasonal workers and FedEx, 70,000 workers. So this goes to show what they anticipate the delivery needs to be. And even with these seasonal employee ramp-ups, deliveries are going to be congested and delayed. So there is a huge opportunity for digital product companies. What's your strategy for holiday sales? Do you have one? Well, I have some ideas for you. All right. In making digital products an option for the holidays, there are two hurdles you need to go through with digital as a gift. One is you have to think about who are the gift givers. There's Husbands and wives and partners, that's your, your main that we're going after. If you have one of these people on your mailing list, how do you reach the other person? <laughs> and two, can you create something that can be wrapped up and given as a digital product? So let's tackle these so you can promote your digital product for the holidays. First, you've got to make a holiday promotional email series. You know, make this super visual and easy to understand. Use clear language like forward this email to your loved one if you want this as a gift. I mean, really, tell people this, this should be like a separate email sequence for the holidays, like from your normal marketing emails and have language that's very specific to get this as a gift. You know, so you can give people an, uh, uh, you can highlight the opportunity for them to opt out of these theories, but want this as a gift? These holiday emails. They can be specifically written to be forwarded. I mean, don't make this line wimpy. Get this as a gift. Give this to me. I know my husband has no idea all the interesting things I want in my world. So digital gifts, you know, they're awesome to get. And there's no reason your course or membership cannot be a great gift. You know, gift certificates are popular and it's going to be better than a spa because spa sales are going to be down this year. All right, in your emails, you need to use subject lines like, I want this for Christmas or add this to my wish list. And this will be the subject line when forwarded. So make it super visual of what the product is. So the loved one who gets the forwarded email knows that this can be the perfect gift for them. You'll also need to create a downloadable gift certificate. And this is something that the loved one can print out and wrap up in a box as a gift. You know, you can make the gift certificate in Canva and send it as an automated email to the person so that they have it to refer to again. You know, we're going to keep this whole process super simple and clear. All right, onto the process. You know, how do you facilitate the process? How do you gift this to someone else? And these are all really good questions. And this is why I love Kajabi as a digital platform because with Kajabi, this setup can be easy. All right, first, you've got to create an offer. There must be something for the loved one to purchase. A custom holiday landing or sales page, you can create one of those and put a clear headline on the page. Buying X product as a gift, like really make it clear. You're not sending the person who's in business to this site, to this sales page. You're sending the person who's buying it as a gift. So you want to just be very clear about this. And that's why you're creating a separate landing page for these forwarded emails and all of the links in those emails will be going to this separate landing page that's just about gift buying. So on that landing page too, you're going to add the details, why it's so great, and you know, add in a bit about the special gift giving process you've created. You know, you're going to get an email and then you can download and wrap it up. Bop, bop, bop. You'll also want to create a second landing page for this um, within, with the Kajabi form on it. For the redemption. So once the recipient gets the gift, they can redeem online by filling out the form on this page and be sure to include the landing page URL on your gift certificate. So that way the person who gets the gift knows where to go to redeem it. The trick here is to allow the purchase to happen because say the spouse is purchasing, but not to add that person to your course or digital product right away. You just want the loved one to buy and not be in the course. So with a little use of Kajabi tools and the proper segmenting, you can totally do this and drum up some holiday sales so that when the person gets the gift certificate, they're redeeming and then put into the course. Then you can take the next step and build out your promotional message. Add in your verbiage about how digital is less clutter and what she really wants. Also do an email about how holiday delivery is not guaranteed this year. You know, this digital gift will show up on time. And you know, there's this whole last minute opportunity for those who've waited and won't get delivery or can't stand um socially distant at, at the store, you know, this gift is online shopping. And you can offer digital products that will be launching all through January. And I'm looking at you, health coaches who always launch a January program. You know, once you've got the setup done. You can use this promotion for all your meaningful holidays throughout the year. Valentine's Day, digital program. Get her the membership she always wanted for Mother's Day. You know, I love this idea of promoting digital products because there are so many things I'd want as a membership or a course, again, saying that my husband would know nothing about. You know, to wrap up this segment too, I just want to say that for the past 10 years, I have been giving my mom a subscription to Netflix for Christmas. You know, it is the ultimate membership. I download a gift certificate and I wrap it up and I put it in a box every year and she gets it as a gift and opens it on Christmas Eve. You know, she gets to watch movies all year long and I get to give her a gift that she really wants. So do not discount the value of your digital product as a well-wanted gift. I know I just piled on a ton of ideas and work but start this now versus November and you can handle it. These are the ways of thinking that you need to do to grow your business. This is the planning you need to do to not feel overwhelmed. When you're working ahead, the stress level is greatly reduced and you can enjoy the interactions you have on social and in email with your customers. You can enjoy the process. So as you set up your Q4 planning, give some thought to these systems. And developing a calendar for your brand, like if each year you do a holiday promotion and then each spring you run a list building challenge, you can start to create a rhythm for your business. You know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel each time. Even if the product changes, you can swap it out within the promotion. So think bigger and more permanent with your calendar and then Q4 planning doesn't sneak up on you. Now hit finances, hit your content list, and your promotional planning, and end the year strong. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.